what are you trying to accomplish? What, what would you like this you know, to be the end game for you? That's basically. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for. And that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. Is this something that's evolved as a philosophy in your mind? And how has this kind of progressed that you make a stand like this? It's something that I've seen, I've felt, um, wasn't quite sure how to deal with uh, originally. And it is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently. Uh, these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground. It's things that have gone on in this country for years and years and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Will you continue, will you continue Colin, to sit? Will you continue to sit? Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. Specifically, what would you like to see change in order for you to stand? There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Colin, so many people see the flag as kind of a symbol of military. Uh, not much, man. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, <laughs> to say the least, I, I honestly thought this was going to be our only episode about talking about all the issues. Um, about Floyd. Yeah, Floyd. about George Floyd and, and, and black stuff like that, because I felt like, I don't know, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like at some point you get kind of tired of it. You just kind of want to see yeah. other content or... Yeah, I just, I just want to, you know, commend everyone out there for, you know, what they're doing honestly because it needs to be done right yeah so are marching the people that are donating the people that are doing whatever it needs to be done this needs to happen so we have to uh i have to condone us take things recognize the people that are out there doing the yep. work and that's what we're doing this too because um it's our duty too you know we're a news commentary podcast we could sit here and try to talk about other stuff, but we also feel like, um, yeah, it's, it's our duty to kind of stay consistent and talk about what's going on, and this is what's going on, and um, yeah, we're going to address it. Yeah. I mean, Besides, yeah, what were you saying? It's been really emotional, right, to the least, especially if you like, uh, if, you, if you look like me, or you look like you, if you're a black person, that's what I mean. Yeah, we haven't even presented ourselves. I feel like we started the first episode and we just... <laughs> I think we should probably say a little bit, you know, about just like a brief intro, at least who we are. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll start. Um, so I'm Francois, Francois Nze, um, half of the Griots. Um, 26 years old from Ivory Coast uh, in West Africa. Uh, came to this country um, around six years ago for school. 
um, studied business, uh, San Jose State, um, I'm married, um, I'm a Christian, Catholic, um, born and raised. Um, I don't know what else. I feel like I feel like that's a good, it's pretty good, pretty good resume, you know, of where I'm at right now. You tell us about what you do for a living. What you do for a living? Um, I work in advertising. So yeah, yeah. digital advertising. For sure, that's what's up. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I guess my turn now. So my name is Elam Elam Aziabu. I guess that's natural. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm from West Africa too. I was born in Togo. Uh, it's a very small country. If you watch soccer, you probably know uh, Emmanuel at the bio. That's the only way that people recognize it. Otherwise, nobody <laughs> knows about it. So I come from Togo and, uh, yeah, came here for college a few years ago. Been living in the U.S. for about nine years now. So, wow. Yeah. So it, it, it's been a while, right? And, uh, yeah. What do I do? I'm a Christian Catholic too, just like you. Although I'll be honest, I don't practice like that. <laughs> yeah, I just know that my, you know, I was raised Christian Catholic. So, <laughs> For real, aren't are we all? Right, and yeah, I live in the Bay, and uh, I'm a Tesla alumni. Right, I work uh, mechanical uh, engineering, mechanical technician, whatever you want to call it, anything that's uh, mechanical, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, before we also start this week's um, topic, I just want to also say I know it's mental. Last month was Mental Health Awareness Month. We didn't really um, talk about that, but and we don't really have any sponsor right now, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promote any app or or, or, <laughs> or meditation uh, technique. But um, yeah, find an app out there. Don't even if you're black, you know, don't forget about your mental health. It's you know these things extremely important. Yeah very important and like i said it's been very emotional for us black people right and i'm not taking from everybody that's in the fight with us but as just a black person it's been a very emotional journey and the last few days been on a spike just yeah doing things in here uh here and there right hearing seeing the reaction of people and seeing the reaction of our leaders and stuff like that and, yeah, uh, even if you're white, that got to be stressful. And even you and I were talking about, you know, um, getting, you know, uh, touch with psych- psych- psychiatrists or psychologists. I was, I was confused. But yeah, you know, someone, stuff like that, or, you know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's so, important. Yeah, so it's very important because if you're a black person, right, you live trauma your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's it just, it's, it's just what it is. Especially if you're a man, if you're African man too, um, even if you're a white man or a black man, you know, you're African American man, you've always been, you know, men are always kind of taught to repress their feeling. You know, men don't cry, men don't do this. And, you know, as we, as we get older, we kind of have to learn to unlearn this behavior and get more comfortable sharing and being vulnerable and stuff like that. And yeah, that's and what I, it's all about. I just want to clarify your point here. When you say, especially for men, you don't mean it as in, uh, you know, women don't go through shit. You mean oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It as in men, like you said, are taught to uh, bottle their, their yeah. emotions and not talk yeah. about it. And yeah. so I believe this generation is doing a better job, though, at acknowledging the problems of mental health and mental mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, so that's like a great thing that, you know, everybody should be talking about mental health because we don't realize it. And when 
black and when you're African, right, with the way that we were raised, it's like you don't talk about that kind of stuff. Nobody takes it seriously. For real. That's what it is. Like in Africa, we still have a lot of work to do when it comes to mental health and how we treat people with mental disease. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Africa, man. Yeah. We have a very long way to go into understanding you know, people with mental disease and not just leaving them in the streets and calling them crazy like to do. But that's that's another yeah, that's another that's a topic for another day. But um yeah, yeah let's man. dive into this week's topic. So basically this week, man, I'm logging in uh, and I'm seeing all these all these black squares on my timeline. I'm like first I feel like you were one of the first person to post. That's crazy because you posted the, the night before. And because I know you, I was like, oh, this guy's probably doing so. And if you notice, I didn't put no hashtag on mine. You didn't, so, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, like, like, uh, so. So what was that about? What was the about? How did you learn about it? Because you kind of got it only early. So, so first of all, I saw it on, like, various uh, pages that I follow. Because mm-hmm. most of the pages that I follow on Instagram is for news, right? Yeah. And, Black pages that I follow, most of them posted it, like the Shade Room and everybody posted it. Uh, actually, the Shade Room didn't post it at first. I read it in the comments when people were asking them if they were going to follow to myself. So mm-hmm. I, I started Googling it and then I saw uh, NBA and other, you know, pages like that. Started. Bet, yep. yeah. And uh, basically, I guess it was a blackout for social media. Uh, I, I cannot say for sure what's the idea behind it, but I can say that it was to support the movement, right? And what's going on and show our presence, I would say, right? If we can all, you know, for just post black squares and not post anything, right? That's what everybody's going to see. Yeah. And something that shows our power. Imagine you log in, like you say, and nothing, you see nothing but black squares. Yeah, so, and and it worked. It, it, it somehow worked. The the result yeah, was that there, right. And if you didn't know what was going on, and you like, let's say in Togo, for example, and you never heard of the George Floyd, although I'm, I would be very surprised you haven't. But <laughs> yeah, if, if you hadn't, you would just log onto your Instagram and see black squares everywhere, and you'd be like, what's going on? And you go and Google, you, and you go Google, and you find out about it. Find out so. Yeah, it, it worked. A lot of companies, even uh, you know, in our group chat, we always talk. Our friends, a lot of our company had had paused their their campaigns, posted the black square, you know, stop advertising, stop doing like stuff. They down who paused their TV. They will pause air for like eight minutes yeah. on on the channel for eight minutes and forty seven seconds, I believe, which was the time that that officers uh, nailed on uh, George Floyd's uh, neck. Yeah. Google, Google, I saw some Google employees sharing some stuff too. Um, my, my company didn't post on Tuesday. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of it, it kind of worked. Yeah, I've heard from like some friends that Tesla has given some people, you know, platform to express themselves about the matter and stuff like that. And yeah, that's great. It, it, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's something that it shows that, you know, sometimes this conversation has been going on for so long that sometimes we feel like it's never going to end, right? And mm-hmm. we still, we still where we were five years ago, ten years ago. Cause mm-hmm. I was, Heavy. You know, Speak on it. <laughs> right? I'll tell you, in 2012, that's when, you know, I started hearing more and more about the, the, the shootings and stuff like that. That's when mm-hmm. there was, uh, right? That's when there was the uprisings and then there was Ferguson in 2014, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Then there was the water, the water crisis in uh, I can't. Flint, Michigan. Right? Flint, Flint, Michigan. Yeah, that 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 raised a lot of noise too. And you're like, okay, 
why, first of all, why do we start hearing about it more? It's because of social media. It's because yeah. our generation has been blessed with this power of internet and social media that's uh, such that we don't need to read uh, the news. We don't need to watch TV to know what's going on, right? Yeah, and, and not just here, the, the uprising in, in China, um, the, the, the Middle East, I forgot, uh, it was like the, a, a, a summer where all of them revolted, they shared their, their, their thing on social media, so it's definitely a tool. But it got yeah. some criticism too, right? Yeah. So I yeah. saw an article on CNN saying that um, when you use the hashtag, basically you're kind of like diluting the hashtag because you're posting that black circle so much that when people start looking for Black Lives Matter, it kind of backfired where you don't see nothing. You don't see the protests, you don't see the faces. Backfired, but I feel like some people, it was just misinformation when it came to the movement or what was supposed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be Blackout Tuesday, not Black Lives Matter. You could have just put Black Lives Matter, but I guess, you know, it's a honest... Yeah, some people started using Trump hashtags. It was like uh, yeah, it's a little a disorganized, yeah. The honest mistake that people, who, you know, who just post Black Lives Matter because that's what the, the 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 problem is right now. That's what the discussion is. So I understand why anybody people will put a hashtag, but yeah. you know, that's what the result was. But hey, it was just one day, and we over it, we passed it. So yeah, and some people were mad. Some people were like, "That's not what you should do. Like posting on social media isn't doing anything." Blah blah blah. Yeah, like right, like when it first started, there was like. <laughs> People that you want to hear it and stuff like that, but yeah. that, that's what the problem is, though. The fact that people don't want to hear it that's why it's been around for so long. It's like it's comfortable for sure, it makes yeah, people uncomfortable like for sure. Elephant in the room, right? We see it, we know it's there, but nobody wants you know. I was telling my girl today, I was telling it's, it's almost like um, it's weird because a, a feeling that um, because she asked me, she was like, you know do you feel scared as an African? Because you're not really black and you're not really coming from that a background where you know systemic racism. So how do you feel when you get pulled over? I was like, you know, I still feel like, you know, unless I have something to worry about, I'm not really worried, you know, I'm going to comply. But I still have that scared feeling of like, oh, what's going to happen? Anything could go wrong. Yeah. And, and, or if you're mistaken, Mr. Somebody, you know. That's the thing. It's like, we need to like, understand like when you're black it doesn't really matter if you're african because the problem is racism right it's yeah. against our race it's not against our our uh, how, how can i say our citizenship or where we come from yeah it's our, it's our appearance even don't you uh, ever have that moment where you're like in an elevator or you or you meeting a, a white person and you have to kind of like yeah um, i want i, I want to say this bro it's like there's I was thinking about it last time and I realized there's not one black person on the face of earth that can sit anywhere and say that, you know, his life is good and he's being, he has no worries. I'm not even talking like about financial stuff when it comes to just society and uh-huh. the way so as a black person, even on our own land, we've been oppressed, right? In Africa, we've still been oppressed and stuff like that, but Imagine black people living in other people's countries or what is considered white people's countries or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, see what they've done to us in China when mm-hmm. outbreak came from them and then they ended up treating black people like shit for it. Yeah. Like, kicking black people out of their, their, their residences and yeah. not allowing them to go shop because they started saying that we were the ones that brought the disease. Knowing them when it started in, in there. It started and, over- and we got to say too, in North Africa, 
right? my brothers in Morocco, Egypt. Yeah. Um, they're not, they're not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we're seeing stuff in like slavery, like, like we saw those videos and was like, what, like, what's going on over there? Y'all Africans, y'all, y'all Africans, literally, like. And that's also, that's like an awareness that we're going to have to bring to. And, but that when it comes to the whole debate of being black, bro, like it's hard to understand if you're not black. Let me tell you that. That's just, I'm going to say it, right? Yeah. If you're not black, you just cannot understand. You can, you can try to, which is what we're asking right now. You can try to understand, but you won't. So what advice not- would you say, you know, let's say, our white listeners that I'm sure are educated, want to help our allies, but also don't want to be, look like they're pandering or corny or make people feel uncomfortable or like they're doing too much. What is the best way right now? Would you say, you know, maybe you don't have that answer. Just, just something to think about to say, you will say is the best way to kind of like show support to the cause in general. Yeah. Um, man, the, there's like, things that everyone can do right mm-hmm. no, that's, that goes back to what i was saying in the group we were texting earlier everybody has their way right well everybody does have their way but you gotta have a way you gotta do something yeah right that's the thing like i don't there's protesters there's people that are going to make content out of this there's people that are going to protest out of their own way. social like, media yeah, yeah. people that are, are going to use the platform like the weekend shout out to the weekend man the murals and stuff like that and yes shout out to the weekend for yeah shout out to you abel i'll be honest i've I've been surprised bro man donated like 700 and he called out the labels and he called out the labels that's he said you're you're profiting of black hip-hop or black culture so y'all should make a donation too so that's the conversation we need to shout out to the whole exo camp off our backs need to start speaking when it comes to injustice regarding us right people that we support people that make money from us Thanks. And there's some hard conversations that need to happen. Like if it were easy, it will have it won't be a problem. The problem won't be here. But we still need to have it, bro. I was telling somebody today that uh, I might lose some friends in this in this in, in the midst of all this. Right? I'm gonna say I might lose some friends because I've been looking that's at That's crazy, man. Things are getting very divided. Do you think that's necessary though? Because I feel like you should be able to to disagree with people. But still, you know. St- okay, I'm gonna put it on this way. This is not a problem of. This is not a, 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 a Democrat Republican situation. This is not a. This is a right versus wrong, right? Oh yeah, we're talking racism. Oh, I didn't know we're talking racism. If we're talking yeah. racism, you're right. Yeah, this is. Yeah, like I might lose some friends in the midst of like what is happening right now because I believe everybody should speak out again. Everybody does. I think it's one. Of, it's weird because it's one of those things where. There's three things I think people, I, I don't know if three things, but three things people all agree on is that it was wrong, that this guy was murdered. Um, I feel more like most of the Democrat and the Republican also agree that the looters or people that are trying to agitate or, or take advantage of that is wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think it's weird because it's like people are agree and united on that, that is wrong and we want justice, but... We're not united on how to go about it. We're not united, even the black people, on how who's the best thing. Some people are saying. Uh, I think I think how to go about it is is work, because there's a lot of ways to go about it. There's not just one way to go about it. Okay. So that, that will come with 
planning and stuff like that. And we are going about it, right? I've seen a lot of posts today urging people to go vote because there's early voting and voting. Vote. Yes, sir. Right? And that is one subject that we need to talk about. That is, we can march, we can protest, we can burn, allegedly burn and destroy, right? But one of the real ways we can bring change is by voting. Register for census. Please. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's help. Uh, we maybe we can help our viewers. We going I'm a. I'm a found out. And I don't know what's going on in Sacramento, but I'm a found out. You know, if you if I have any listeners in Sacramento, I'm a found out what are the local elections and what's going on. And whenever the next elections happen, we're gonna put in the links. Just send the census form. I was just having a conversation with my, one of my neighbors yesterday, and she was like, yeah, I get them all the time, and I disregard it. And I explained it to her, it's because you don't understand yeah. why it matters, right? It matters because they I filled count. up my census, yep. Filled up your census, yo. They, keep, they count people, and that's how the vote counts, right? Because they go by demography. Yeah, and so we have to know how much people are there to yeah. know how much voices must be accounted, to know how much yeah. weight this region must have in the vote. Exactly. And that's why it's so important. Census is so important. Like, register for census, go vote, please. Like, that is what. If you, you can march protest, but if you don't vote, you didn't do anything. You can't, you can wait 20 minutes to play a game on Call of Duty in the lobby, but you can't take 20 minutes to fill out the census? Come on, man. <laughs> right, bro, I believe you can protest, you can do whatever you want, but if you're an American citizen and you don't vote, you haven't done anything as a like especially as a black person that wants change that wants these issues to change what about somebody that says my issue is i don't agree with any of the candidates i don't feel like trump represent me i don't feel like biden represent me you don't have i want to make a statement by not voting you're not making any statement by not voting honestly (laughs) but people died for that stuff only statement you're making is insulting the memory of those who died for it, who died for us to have it. That's the only, that's the only statement you're making. Because mm. people fought for it. it. It's a right, but it's a duty. People gave their lives for it. So you're not making any statement by not voting. The only statement you're making is that you're disrespecting the memory of people like Martin Luther King that fought for that thing, for, for that right. So... The, I understand, like, you can feel like none of the candidates represent you, but you got to use a little bit of common sense, yeah. right? Yeah. When it comes to situations like that, there's always uh, a better a better candidate. A lesser and, evil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is where we have gone. You have had the that, That's ridiculous, by the way, that, that it's a democracy, the biggest democracy in the world, and there's only two candidates. That's ridiculous. It is sad that... We have had the chance over and over again to elect the right people, but we let, you know, I don't know what blind us. And, we, we, and then afterwards, we always regret it. Oh, we should have voted for him. But we are here now, and this is who we have. There is one candidate that is just blatantly disrespecting your right yeah. and disregarding everything has shown us in the last four years that he's incompetent and unfit to run a country, has made the worst decisions, has come out and lied, went blank, like just lied. Can you be- Clearly, Elon has a favorite. (laughs) Of course. At least we know where you stand now. (laughs) Can you imagine there's a president that 
Twitter has to invent a fact-checking, uh, uh, how do you call it, device or whatever for. Yeah, like, fact-checking, wow. The president has even Twitter. Like, he, he uses Twitter and, you know, I mean, president uses affect, the tr- affect the stock markets, declare war, beef with other country yeah. leaders. Like, he thinks it's a game. So we need some, this is not even about who solves. We just need somebody that's responsible at this point. We just need somebody that thinks twice before the, 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 before the talk. Somebody that doesn't say when the looting starts, the shooting starts. These are serious citizens. Somebody I was thinking has- about that, though. I was thinking about that statement. And it's funny because I was like, you know, if you think about it, I mean, looting is wrong. It is wrong. But you just have to be shot for it. No, you don't need to be shot for it. Exactly. That's why it ends. Yeah. The, the, yeah, that's this, why the people... People make the conversation. Elon with the heat. <laughs> Shut down. Oh, oh my that, devil's advocates. <laughs> that's literally what we're crying for. We don't need, we don't have to get shot over a traffic ticket. Yeah. Over a, a forged deal or a forged bond or a forged check. We don't have to die over some cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to die over a simple traffic stop. That's what we're asking. That's we crazy that you even have to say that. That's all. That's what this is about. And people want to divert the conversation from what it is. Like all this is diverting the conversation. That's why I said it in the last podcast when you, you know, I did agree that it sounded like a little bit of like conspiracy theory. But who benefits more from this looting and rioting? Whom? The government. Bro. You know there were bricks in LA. Did you talk about the bricks in the last yeah. podcast? Oh yeah, he did. No, we didn't talk about the bricks, but people left bricks down. Yeah. Just for protesters to, to incite. I'm, I'm gonna add the sound effect later of the conspiracy. Like the third day. Right. People. There's people inciting those things. Inciting those things. There's even images of protesters getting mad at people for breaking stuff. They can change the narrative, bro. That way they can change the narrative. Protesters yeah, are looting. Protesters are not looting. Protesters are protesting. Looters are looting. Protesters are protesting and looters are looting. We don't know who's looting. I've seen a, a lot of looting videos. People call looting that were like white people. I'm not saying getting no them black. sneakers, getting them Hellcats. <laughs> Yeah, you broke into a dealership, man. What does that do? Come on, what does that, that do? What does that do for the cause, man? Those cars can be tracked, right? You, that is very stupid. I don't know why you see the car. I don't even know why you see the Apple phone. For the people that store iPhones, iPhones can be tracked. That's anyway. funny. They got they got a text saying, yeah. "Bring this phone back ASAP." <laughs> oh, you are married. like you guys know what they. Oh, we're calling the police, literally, man. Apple, so gangster. All this was to divert from the conversation, and when it diverted, guess what? The the, the the government has power to do now: send the military in, send the national guard, and then shut down protests. Right? Mm. That was it. They had the power to do now. No, 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 no. If you just come protest, then if you step in as the government or you bring force, then you're gonna look like the government that's oppressing people. But if you throw some rioters in there, some looters, if you leave some rocks out there. I start some fires. We don't know who started it, but some fires and stuff like that. Then you can send in the National Guard and shut down all the protests altogether. And install a curfew. All the, 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 the protesters and shut down the movement. <laughs> then you can control the narrative and say that black people are savages. 
And that's what you, that's why you shoot them. That, that then you can portray that picture. Because people don't understand, they get lost in the thing. Bro, I've seen people who haven't said anything about the George Floyd situation, but their first post was about uh, property loss. Like Virgil Abloh. Uh, uh, I'm so disappointed in the creator of Off-White. I'm Whoa. so disappointed, bro. I've taken <laughs> my money to Virgil Abloh just because I was supporting a black person that, you know, was doing great things. And Talk on it. What, what did Virgil Abloh do, though? Because uh, I don't want you to put the Virgil man out there if you ain't doing no wrong, man. Virgil Abloh did not speak out against, did not say anything when it came to, you know, the George Floyd thing. And then... Does he have to say something, though? That's what I was going to say. That wasn't bad at all. Like, you don't have to say anything. But you see black, like you say, right? I'm yeah, going to come. Yeah, 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 we know that. He didn't say anything. And then the first one that he makes was about his friend and his stores getting ransacked. Which um, mm. I do understand, right? I understand you lost your stores and you mad. But you see, I haven't said anything about why. The cause, yeah, why it happened. You, you talk to, I can show you how to, I, I can tell you how to build the store, how to rebuild the store. I can tell you how to do it, right? I can, t- I can tell you how to rebuild the target. I can tell you that it's doable. I can tell you how to rebuild the building, but I cannot tell you how to bring back George Floyd, bro. Yeah. Did he, what say, hashtag did he use? What was the caption? Did he at least say Black Lives Matter or that he's with the movement? Or was it just uh, like... I don't, all I remember was him crying about, uh, no. Most likely, he just cried about the property laws and said that the, those people should not look in the, the, uh, his friend's eyes if they were walked and saw him in the streets. I don't know. But, wow. It, it, bro, it's, it's the same thing. I'll give another example Lori Harvey. I don't really care for Lori Harvey or whatever she is, but she's black, right? Yeah. First, I see her make about the thing was about her friends. So I understand her friends. And this is, I'm going to be very clear about it. If you're a black person and you were out there destroying black ownership or black property or you're black, dumb. You, shame on you. <laughs> shame. I'm just gonna say it like it is, man. Shame on you. You, you <laughs> I'm not even gonna like call yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta chill because you know we know we're explicit, but we still gotta keep it. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it civil. Shame on you. <laughs> If you are a black person and you were out there destroying, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say. I do also want to say. You know, people have lost their job. People, you know, are, are late on their on their on their mortgage. Are hungry. Job. Imagine a black business. First of all, do you know how hard it is to get a loan as a black person to even come and start a business as a black person, yeah, and then crazy. get successful or start even start making enough money to pay back the loan as a black person yeah but you sometimes think- you know what i mean it's like it's like if you if if if, if you're hungry you really don't have anything you know what bro, i mean most stores let me and, you, and you see a pair of shoes that could pay bro, the rent this month bro. i don't i don't blame you for taking the shoes okay I don't care about, like i said i will, i could care less about target nikes and all those big corporations they have money they can give back i'm not saying what the uh, people did was right. I'm just saying that I don't care and I understand the anger and frustration that things like that. Yeah. And, and actually, I do not condone, you know, you take yeah, stealing something. I'm just saying, you know, I understand the circumstances. Yeah. But I do not understand destroying black business because yeah. I'm sure that black owner was probably out there marching too. I'm sure that black owner probably felt the same pain that we were feeling. 
Yeah. Oh. And we've been in a period where this is been. And you don't even need to destroy nobody's property, man. Because yeah, I been, get it, you know, it's black owner, but even other yeah, people, it's all Gifanite Games until it's your family I, store. Like, just stop destroying things, guys. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, in the first night, I was better. Saying, I and it's a lot of white people, too. I don't like how people seem like, like all the protesters are black. Media, bro. Let me say it. I feel like people got misguided by the media. So this is what. So you think the media is the res- it's the responsibility of the media because yeah, they give more yeah. attention to the negative. Yes. yes, and media, like Michael Mack said, is the most powerful entity in the in the world. Media can make somebody guilty and somebody innocent. They can. What media are we talking about? We're talking about CNN. In, in, in general, we're talking about journalism. We're talking about CNN. Social we're media. About, we're talking about media because. Even social media, because uh, uh, CNN and all those have pages on social media. Shade so, room. Social media is just media made easier on internet. That's yeah. what it is. So we're talking about media. It's general media, right? Yeah. I feel like media misguided people. So this is what I will give you like how the event happened. Rioting, uh, uh, protests started in um, Minneapolis for over the death of George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. And then I guess what happened was that target or that target that the first target that caught fire, right? They had uh, refused to let protesters in, right? Mm. To get basic stuff, to get water and get rain and stuff like that. And that's why the protester got mad? And that's why people started breaking in. Mm, That sounds, I don't know. No, that is like a true story out there. Like that, that, it's not like, it just came now. That was like, oh, the first night I saw the target burning, I was like, why would people burn down a target, right? Yeah, like, it's not, what do you associate target with? Why Why is it a target? Why is he not a Walmart the first yeah. that fire? Why is he not a, a, a shell station that caught fire first? Why is he the target? So I wanted yeah. to understand why that target. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason behind it. They refused service and people started getting pissed. In the midst of everything, Whoa, we got that boy got cut. Okay, guys, this has never happened before. I'm so sorry. Uh, my co-host just 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 left the podcast in the middle of another epic rant. Um, <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. Um, I'm just gonna give you guys um, stay safe out there. Episode two. Um, we keep gonna we we're gonna keep dropping more content. Um, my pick, musical pick of the week. Um, we gonna be alright by Kendrick Lamar. You know, um, I think there's many ways to that you can influence change in this country. Um, you know, I think you can be on the front lines. You can be on social media. You can do whatever it is that you want to do. But I also think just you being Waking up next morning, being your, going to work, doing your job properly um, is going to be... I guess, um, I guess I was speaking too much truth to power. <laughs> I was actually improvising and literally... <laughs> I guess I was... Literally much, giving my music pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, my computer just... I don't know. Well, right. this is cool. Well, this is gonna be fun for people who listen. Um, <laughs> he just came back, and 
it's working it's, now. So. Yeah, like I'm saying, it's it's like that's how events went down. So Tiger started burning, and media focused on that alone. And then I would say, uh, people, you know, one target is burning, then people started breaking into other stuff because before the target started burning. But yeah, man, uh, we're back. Uh, pardon the interruption. Um, but yeah, we were talking about how um, the media responsibility um, is, is really important in times like this because, you know, yeah. when you focus on the negative side, you, you really create that divide. And we, we understand, you know, that's what gets the most click. That's what people want to see. But, you know, as a media person, if you're media out there, you really have to understand your responsibility in what you choose to cover to people right and yeah. that, that that is what it is like media the most like Malcolm X said media, media is the most powerful entity on earth mm-hmm. right? they have the power to make a guilty innocent and an innocent guilty that's Malcolm mm. X they can't just it's a power of perception Oh. And it's very easy to, to, to see. You can turn on the news about one subject and the same thing happening on, uh, on CNN is happening on Fox, but they're presenting it in different, two very different ways. Or MSN- yeah, it's always interesting to see the difference between these two. I might even give you a very other, you know, simple example. Obama made a speech, right? He gave a speech, I think he was... Oh, yeah, one, I saw that. Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the current situation. All the news stations were, you know, diffusing the speech except for Fox News. Mm. At times like this, people still choose to be political. And that and it's what, really not about that, like you were saying. It's not really, at this point, it's not even about Democrat or Republican. It's about, like. it's about right and wrong. It's about racism. You cannot, mm. you can't choose anymore. Like, you... You, if you're silent about it, you're condoning it. Mm, let's talk about that. So I was saying today how, because you, you brought up um, Kanye West or some artists that were staying silent, and I say maybe by just doing what you already do, by just representing being a black billionaire, by just um, going to work and, you know, being professional and showing, you know, maybe there's a kid that's going to see you and say, oh, you know what, I can be like him one day. Or, already have that. That's not the problem. What do you mean? We already have black people that inspire us. There's been black people that inspire us through history. There's always going to be black people that inspire us through history. Okay, so you think that's not enough? Those people still have a duty when you get to that level of stardom. Why people look up to you. Uh-huh. People, you inspire people. And when it comes times like this, people look up to those people to lead them, to show them what is right and what is wrong, to tell them. Even, even as an artist, even as a young and, thug, and, a rich the kid, who you may yeah. not be Charlemagne the God, you may not be Killer Mike. Well, and it's not, just, it's not just about like leadership, it's about support. Mm-hmm. People look for support, for people that are, you've supported. Like those artists, we supported them. Kanye mm. West, those, all those black artists, we supported them, we made them rich. Mm-hmm. So why would they keep quiet when it comes time to, to speak up for issues that regard us? Mm, their fans, yeah. It's your responsibility. Your fans are being killed. For all you know, George Floyd was a Kanye West fan. Mm. Right? So 
when you get to that level Heavy. of with great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man. You have it. Maybe you didn't ask for it, but you have it. You don't complain about the houses that you have. You don't complain about the cars that you drive. So why would you think that it's okay for you to keep quiet now that it's time to 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 have some responsibility? Why do nah. you think? No, no, no. Keep going. Finish. Yeah. Why do you think that? Why, why, why do you, it comes with it, right? It comes with all of it. The fame, how about the, how about now if you're not a celebrity? Do you still feel somebody has that responsibility? If somebody's not famous, do you still look at your friend like, you know what, uh, you know, you still got to do something. You know, still, I still got to see. I still got to see. Or, and now let's talk about it. Does he have to be seen? Do you have to, is it again your I, responsibility to show it? Or can you just donate and never talk about it? I personally don't have to see it. But if I ever question you about it, you need to tell me that what you Yeah. Do. So I can right? understand that, you know. Yeah, so, you could have yeah. On Instagram that I don't see that condones it, that I didn't see the post or I didn't log in that day. Yeah. Okay. If I ask you about it, you need to be able to tell me what you did about it. Yeah. So I don't want. That's why I told you I, I was saying that I might lose friends in the midst of this because this is a, a time. I think that's a little harsh, though. I think you should try to convince them. I'm going to explain it. Right? I'm a black guy. I'm a black person. I have friends. They see me. They know me. They, they know what kind of person I am. I do not doubt that they care for me. If, I, if that were me, George Floyd, and that would be me, right? Because that's the issue. That's what we're talking about. That would be me. Yeah, we could be next. Black people, so it could be me. So if that were me, you as my friend, you would come and say, oh, I knew him. He was a good person. He did not deserve this. This is not right. That's what you would say as my friend, right? I would feel like I would do more than that, but... Exactly, but that's the least you would do as my friend. Yeah. But when it was happening, you could have prevented it just by speaking up and you did it. Mm. That's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. You're my friend and you're waiting for it to happen to me to feel sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about happening to me. Do you feel also... Because I, I think I just saw today that the four other officers that was with him were also charged. And I was discussing that. I was like, uh, do we really expect people that are, or people were mad at the girl that was filming at some point too. Like, how can you watch this and not do anything? I was like, ah. What's she supposed to do? I don't know. I guess rush the cops. <laughs> <laughs> she would have ended up just like him. <laughs> yeah. But the, other cops, but the other cops, you agree that even if it's the supervisor... What lady, if the, I just want to point that out. She gave her pause because we will have never known about this. She did not record that stuff. She yeah, gave her pause. To her. That's yeah. what everybody got to do. Mm-hmm. How about the other cops? Now, the, the other cops are betting, right? Cowards. People that do not speak up, that's who you are. You are those other cops. Mm. You are those other cops because you could have said something. I'm not saying that you speaking up today, you know, might keep me from dying, but it can't. It, it matters. Yeah. Everybody's voice matters in a matter like this. Especially if you're a cop, man. I think like you. Were, I don't know if you if you mentioned that, but you said a lot of a lot of people. It should it should be a higher paid job, and we should be very selective about who we allow to become law enforcement. Exactly. And that's what we need to come to when it comes to like solutions and things that we need to demand. Mm-hmm. We need to demand higher or more strict 
a more strict uh, process. Selection, hiring process. Yeah, hiring process. Training. For, 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 for cops. We need to demand men a thorough background check into their mental health and psychology. The mm -hmm. way they think. Because all those things can be avoided. Like all those cops have priors. We need to make sure the people that we're hiring to protect us and those people, and they are more, even more protected than us because we do agree to put their lives on the line. So the laws protect them even more. But we need to, 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 to there needs to be a, a harder process when it comes to becoming a cop. Yeah. And just to say, just to clarify, we're not saying just for the sake of it should just be harder to become a cop. We also agree that they should be paid more, you of know. Course. And stuff like that. But I'm just saying to become, to get, to become yeah, a yeah, yeah. Protect and serve that it needs to be a harder process, and people need to look more. It needs to be a more thorough process into people's mental health. Cops, mm -hmm. we need to stop brushing off complaints against cops. Yeah, that cop, taken very seriously. Yeah, that cop that killed George Floyd had complaints against him. Against him, a lot of those cops had complaints against them that the department does not take seriously. Yeah, I mean, they get audited by their peers, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it, it basically, and they have it, a, an unspoken rule, an, an unspoken code where, you know, you protect. And they're part of like a, a, a brotherhood. I yeah, almost like a fraternity. <laughs> you still are protecting people and serving, protect and serve people, right? Listen, bro, there's not... Cops like to say when things like this happen, people like to say, oh, it's just a few bad apples. I'm going to ask you this. If it's just a few bad apples, how come there's so much of it happening? How come there's so many videos of cops being violent and unfair and unjust? If there's just a few bad apples. Yeah, there's got to be a little bit of a cultural, there's a culture. And if it's, if it's, just, culture a, if it's just a few play bad apples, here. what are you good apples doing about it? Yeah. It's still happening because the good apples are not doing anything about the bad apples. And to me, if you're a good apple, looking at a bad apple next to you and not doing anything about it, well, guess what? You're about to become a bad apple too. You're rotten or you're about to rot just like them. Yeah. And we've seen, you know, I've seen a few social media um, video of cops, you know, cops kneeling or cops engaging with protesters. But you're right. It's not enough. It's not enough. It should be more, way more the culture and a better education of cops like when it comes to dealing with our people yeah. dealing with us black people cops need to understand like this I, I can't even believe i'm saying this but cops need to understand that we we human beings too we have families we have kids we have lives we have careers loved ones and stuff like that black people are not just out there or criminals and killing people and stuff like that it's true you guys threw drugs and stuff like that in our neighborhoods and our communities and stuff like that made us into killers and ignorance. But most of us are still good people just trying to go about our everyday lives and getting killed for no reason. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this is just common sense. When it comes to things that we need to demand those kind of stuff. And, oh, before I forget, there's Something going on yeah, that I want about to wrap up real soon. Yeah, I, I want to bring awareness to is uh, this movement that's going around where it's called the uh, 
eight. Wait, just give me a second. Eight can wait. Eight can wait. Go check eight, them out, yo. Can't wait. It's uh so what what the movement is about is uh the eight things that we can do right now that we can demand from the police to de-escalate this killing, right? Mm -hmm. And I can them up to you real quick. And it's the Instagram, it's the Instagram profile, it's a website. Uh, yeah, campaign zero is the is the campaign zero is the is the Instagram profile. So at campaign zero, I think they have a website too. You can you can yeah check out go. Google eight can wait to find eight ways that you can help change and affect the cause right now. Not even so the eight ways. So they come they came up with eight things. So I'm gonna explain it a little bit. They came up with eight things that we need to ask from the police that can change the way things are going. So, yeah, a natural list of demand. Number one. Ban chokeholds and strong and uh, strangle strangleholds, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, require de-escalation. Like require from cops to de-escalate situation. Cops know how to talk somebody that's about to jump off a ledge, but they cannot de-escalate the situation when they're in a traffic stop. One could say that 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 will put their life at more at risk. No, we said de-escalate situation, bro. Most we've seen most situations, most of these shootings were just perpetrated by cops not being calm. Already have a different mindset because they think it's a black person, so they're agitated. Agitated, I mean. Like it's not about their safety. You as a cop, you still have other ways to attack a a, a person that that does not end up in them, you know, dying. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the, the, the list you're gonna see. Require warning before shooting. Okay. That's number three. Number four, exhaust all alternatives before shooting. That's what okay. I was doing. Like That's a cop, good one too. You have other things. You have a taser. You have, a, you have pepper spray. Have, exhaust all other alternatives before shooting. Yeah. And that, and that doesn't mean waste your time, you know, tr going through your stuff and getting killed. It means assess every situation and know, okay, have a valid reason why you did not use your taser. Have yeah. a valid reason why you did not use your thing. Like, you resorted to your gun ultimately. Because it's a black person. Don't just be more violent because it's a black person. Yeah. Right? Duty to intervene is number five. Duty to intervene. I'll have to do more research and understand what that means. But. Mm -hmm. Numbers, number six is ban shooting at moving vehicles, which I never understood. Yeah, I don't understand that too. It seems like to me like people will be running away. <laughs> I, okay, it, no, but you're not supposed to shoot at somebody that's running away. You're only supposed to shoot when your life is in danger. Oh, okay, but what if you want to stop someone? Yeah, you, you're, you're caught. That's why you're caught. Your job is to stop the person without killing them. Makes sense. You can stop somebody that kills, I don't know how many black people in the church and set the church on fire without killing him. That's crazy. You can certainly stop. Yeah, yeah. The, that one black guy from whatever, from the store running away in the, in the 1982 Cadillac. Yeah. They, 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 right. As a cop, bro, this is something that maybe you didn't know this, but as a cop, you can only shoot somebody if your life is in danger. You can only resort to life-threatening force if you're, you feel your life is in danger. I don't know if you knew And that's that. the rule right now, but it, it, that's, that's, if that's the fear, that are those rules even going to change anything? No, those but that's, rules. that's a rule that already exists. As a cop, you have to be sure that your life is, is, is 
Yeah, right. and I'm saying yet people are still getting shot when their life yeah. aren't threatened. Now, so that's what I'm saying. Are those eight rules even going to change the behavior? They, no, they, they're not. They, so here's the thing. The rules, we need to demand that they be followed. Yes, they will change. Be, they want behaviors who have to change on their own. Yeah. yeah I, I can't force you to change your behavior or how you think of me. But if you're doing your job, these are rules about the job, right? It's like you work in a factory and they tell you when you work in the factory, you have to wear a helmet to protect your head. It, yeah, I get it. So these That's are what's the, the rest of the list. Yeah, so the, the rest of the list is uh, the, 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 the sixth one was banned shooting, mm-hmm. then the established use of force continuum. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to do research about it. And require all force be reported. Okay, makes sense too. So I'm going to add to that rule and say body cams require mandatory body cams and body cams be on at all times. Any officer that does not have his body cam on while uh, and a suspect suspect results dead in death or like an an apprehension results in death while the charge just straight up. Not charge. But with premeditation, they should be charged with premeditation. Yes. Maybe an arrest or battery or uh, or murder, whatever, and and If the arrest or whatever the altercation goes wrong, and the police officer did not have his body cam on, he should be charged with premeditation because he did not do his part. He did not do his job. Damn. Body cams need to be mandatory. We also, I also believe we need to have a different entity that investigates the police. Not the FBI, because the FBI has already worked with the Chicago police to kill Fred Hampton, has worked with the police to kill other black, prominent black people. So another, another neutral, neutral other, entity to audit the police. Let's end on that. Let's end on that, Joel Notes. <laughs> I cannot have the police investigating the police. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. That don't make sense. Any music pick? Uh, music, 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 music. Oh, yeah, actually, Kaigo just dropped his new album. I don't, I know you know, Kaigo. What's the name of the album? The name of the album is Golden Hour. It's a very very soothing, very, um, it's a little house, you know, tropical house, but very soothing. Uh, my pick is gonna be Kendrick Lamar. We're gonna be all right, you know, for all of you revolutionaries out there. that's like this timeless anthem. It is, though. It is. And there's so many anthems out there. I just want to tell, you know, my brothers and sisters, everybody, just find the ones that inspire you and go and do what's right. Right? Yep. Just do what's right. Speak up. We don't need... Everybody doesn't need to march. Everybody doesn't need to protest. Everybody doesn't need to, you know, to 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 say something on social media, but you gotta do something. You gotta do something. Find your own voice. Yeah. Do something. You gotta speak up against racism, against police brutality, against injustice. You gotta speak up against it. Yeah. Have those conversations with your friends, with your family. And black people, let's talk about voting. Let's teach our kids to. Vote. Let's keep the same energy for the election. Let's for keep election. the same energy for the local elections. Let's and it doesn't matter what party it is. We need to look out for our own. It's, I'm not asking you to vote. It's, 
to vote for someone, look for your interest. Vote for who is best for you. Yeah. Right? Go vote. Teach your kids about voting. Talk about it. Just like we have to have this talk, this uncomfortable talk about the police brutality with our kids when we are uh, black people. Talk about voting. How it's a duty. How it, 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 it's a right, but a, a duty because people die for it. And that's so important because if we all do that, then one day we won't have to worry about this type of stuff because our yes. kids, it will be second yes. nature for our kids to choose leader that represent them. The generation that can bring change because we have everything. And I believe this is the, the generation that will bring change because this is a more inclusive generation, right? A more understanding generation, a more uh, open-minded generation. So this is the generation that can do it. We can do it. So we will yeah. do it. Yeah, we will do it. Let's just stay together and keep focused. And black people, like, let's, we need black leadership. Please, organize. Definitely. We just need leaders. We have the energy. We just need people to organize and, and we'll support you. That's selfless, bro. Selfless. People like Capone, people like Killer Mike, people that have our interests at heart. The Obamas. Obamas, yes. Like, go out there, educate yourself. You can talk to your mayor and require those things I cited earlier about the eight can't wait. You can call your mayor's office. You can do that. Yeah, That's I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna end up on this super timely. One of my friends just shared this quote in the in the group chat uh, on the, on the President Obama quote, and we're gonna end up on that. It falls on us, regardless of our race or station, to work together to create a new normal in which the legacy of bigotry and unequal treatment no longer infects our institution or our hearts. Yep. This is the Griots, episode two. Um, yep. The Griot, the Griot, the Griot. The Griot. <laughs>